Attention listeners, are you ready to be blown away? You asked for it, and they listen. Our friends at Manscaped just relaunched the Ultra Smooth Package. It's back, baby. Your new favorite, too. Compliments to the lawnmower 4.0 to keep your boys smooth (laughs) while you're looking and feeling your best. Yes, sir. This specialized groin shaving kit is here to help you buff, protect, and shave your most sensitive areas. The legends who introduced the electric ball hair trimmer are bringing back their razor so you can be set and trimmed front to back. Step one, grab your handy lawnmower 4.0 and give your boys a classic trim to your liking to get the loose hairs out of the way and then take out the Manscaped Ultra Smooth Package. Yes, the Ultra Smooth Package to make your package the perfect package this summer. It's a hot boy summer, you heard? Step two, crop exfoliator, infused with the ingredients that can smooth, clear, and keep the skin on and around your growing, feeling fresh. The crop exfoliator can help reduce the risk of ingrown hairs in your delicate places. Step three, crop gel. See where you're shaving with your unique clear shaving gel just for the groin. With four essential oils, it's like a spa treatment every time you shave. Step four, it's time to shave. The crop shaver was was designed for shaving the growing area with confidence. Three precision blades include extra wide lubricating strips and pivoting head for the ultimate growing grooming experience. The crop shaver is not your average razor. It's smaller, thicker, with a micro comb bar that allows for the best shave possible from any angle. Beach balls are meant to be smooth, and now yours can be too. All three of these vegan, cruelty-free, and sulfate-free products are included so you know your manhood is in good hands without compromise. It's time to get up close and personal with the best tools for the job, the ultra-smooth package from Manscaped. Shave your balls, y'all. Shave your balls. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code HOTBOXING at manscaped.com, baby. Boom. Again, that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code HOTBOXING at manscaped.com. Smooth out your fellas with the relaunched Ultra Smooth Package from the fellas at Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. That's what my whole journey was about was the amount of no's that I got told. You know what I'm saying? The amount of songs I put out that did nothing, that flopped, that Mm -hmm. I put out 11 mixtapes and was sitting in the house with 800 followers still. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I refuse to lose. It's like, I refuse to fucking lose. Like, I'm the person who like, you know, Gilly, Gilly and Wallow, right? Gilly pulled up to the house in Atlanta and we're playing basketball. I played Gilly in like 50 games of one-on-one. I kept losing, <laughs> but I was like, I'm not about to fuck it. Play me, run it back, yeah. run it back. Like, that's how I am. I'm so yeah. competitive. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Run it back. Yeah, I'm no. not losing. I'm I'm walking out of here on a win. I know you I don't care if it takes 50 that's games, me. but that's I won last. The spawn partner beat my ass that day. I said, I want him tomorrow. First. Yeah. I want him first. Yeah. yeah. Get his ass back. Yeah. And he keeps kicking my ass, and one day I can boom. <laughs> Hello, this is another episode of Hot Boxing here. I have my co-host Bath. I'm Mike Tyson, and we got the independent rapper Russ here. <laughs> What's so, going on? You tell us, brother. We're looking at you. I can't complain. Living the dream. Talking with Mike Tyson and the yeah. world champ. I'm that, is the dream. that is a really pretty cool dream. Yeah. So handsome or number one, huh? It's going number one for sure. What song is that? Let me hear that song. That's the manifestation. Go ahead, play that. Go ahead. Turn us up. I think the value, the volume fucked up. Come on, turn it up, nigga. Oh, this is hard. You gotta put this on in the locker room. No, no, this is hard. <laughs> I was gonna say this is pretty dope. Is it true that uh, you had people get an opportunity to like you know do a stitch on TikTok or something like that? Yeah. So I like basically I put out the song, and then uh, up on TikTok I allowed like artists to do their own verse to it. Mm. Just to like see what's up, engage with the platform, engage with the fans. Mm-hmm. And this one girl, Caitlin, went so crazy. Yeah. Uh, she killed it. And then also, like, so many fans were asking me for it, got 20 million something views. I'm like, damn, this is insane. So we made it the official remix. And now 
it just hit top 40 on the Billboard charts, which is my biggest song ever. Yeah. So it's like insane how this is even happening. Well, congratulations. Yeah. And it, oh, yeah. It went number one across all genres on iTunes. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for the number no, one. No, no. I, I know. Yeah. That's all I know. So, what is about this manifestation stuff? That's just the song, and that's how you live your life. That's how I live my life. Yeah. That's how I've done everything is uh, having a definite aim in mind, knowing where you want to go, what you want to manifest, and then proactively doing things but that are in line that with that. What causes that to work? I think uh, the intention behind your action, but also being proactive. I don't think it's just clicking your heels together and being like, oh, I want to win a Super Bowl. Or I want to win the heavyweight title. It's like you got to put in the work as well with it. Yeah. You have a book as well, right? That kind of gets into... Yeah, I wrote, a, I wrote a self-help book a couple years back called It's All In Your Head that sort of just puts my belief systems uh, in a book format. Just trying to get people to, like, get out of their way. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of people have... You think um, religion's in the way? I think it can be. Yeah, I think it can be. I think um, I'm really big on uh, self-belief, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, tapping into your potential mm -hmm. and following what you're curious and enthusiastic about and putting in the work. A lot of people, like I said, so just think you, it's wishful you're like thinking. A, you're like an affirmation guy? Look yeah. in the mirror and talk to yourself in the night, laying down. I, stuff. You know what's crazy? I I was never the mirror guy. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah. I do it in my head though, for yeah. sure, mm -hmm. all day, for sure. Mike, were you are you the mirror guy? Did you have to do that a lot? Yeah, I'm the mirror guy. I want to see it all. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people. Most difficult thing in the world for someone to do is to self analyze themselves objectively. Mm. Yeah, that's real. I had a moment like that. It wasn't in the mirror, but I had a moment like that at the top of the year where I realized I was slowly killing myself. And I didn't even like realize it with um, overeating, mm -hmm. not being disciplined with my eating, with alcohol, with even like sexual urges. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like always oh, just giving. It all to... comes together. Huh? Mm -hmm. They all suck off each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's all the these liquor, appetites that the you liquor, gotta master. The liquor, the sex, the guilt, yeah. the cocaine. Well, I wasn't doing, but the yeah, going, that. the bad elements. Oh yeah. no, it all works together. Yeah, it's true. I got a woman. I got a girl. I fucked. I, I, I fuck. Oh, I'm fucked. Why did I do? It? After it's over, and the girl went her way. Oh man, give me a drink. Oh fuck, let me hit that line. I've been there. Yeah, you're losing <laughs> okay, to yourself. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's my trainers always say that. It's not. It's not bad if a fighter loses to an, another fighter, but it's bad when a fighter loses to somebody that's less than him. Mm, yeah. yeah, you know. Mm. I was losing to myself. Losing to yourself. Man. I had to. I had to just get disciplined. So I like. I turned my whole shit around. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I lost four. Yeah. I'm down 14 pounds. Congrats, and, bro. You know, 71 days in a row of being in a calorie deficit and. Yeah. Uh, you know, working out six times a week. Yeah. Uh, my brother's my personal trainer and nutritionist, so he got me on it. And That's hard. Yeah, it's just like the the person I was three months ago wouldn't even recognize this person, and mm -hmm. that person couldn't fuck with me. I wouldn't even let that person around me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's and it's crazy how when you make that pivot, you realize, damn, I was really losing to myself. <laughs> like. Yeah. That's pathetic. <laughs> it all comes know? down with the element that we all fight, and that's self-like. Yeah. You know, how, you know how hard it is to really like self? Yeah. You know, a lot of people yeah. talk shit. I'm God. I'm going to talk, be in a room by yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, just be in a room by yourself and find out can you handle yourself. Yeah. yeah. With your with your thoughts. You're in, but in a room by yourself, your guilt, all the shit you did, mm -hmm. in a room by yourself. Just being truly comfortable in your essence, right? Oh, that's going to be really difficult. Yeah. And just getting <laughs> fed really up. Difficult. You just get to that point where you're fed up. It's all about surrendering. Life yeah. is about surrendering. Yeah, that's real. If you want to make it in life, yeah, you have to surrender. Real shit. Well, speaking of doing it your own way and, you know, getting back on track, which I which I commend you for, bro. Thank you. Take a special type of person. Can we talk about, like, just your rap journey? Like, you're an independent artist, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did it all yourself, got it out the mud. Like, can you talk about that journey, how it's been? And obviously... Yeah. Who were your influences? How'd you stay on track and all that stuff? You want to go into that for us? Yeah. Um, so I was making beats when I was in high school at like 14 years old. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I was writing raps when I was like nine years old, just like being a kid and whatever. But when I started really pursuing it, uh, the idea of giving up ownership of my creations was just, it just never made sense to me. It just like doesn't make sense. It don't make sense. You know, so that was always like a no-brainer. 
Um, and then, you know, throughout the course of my career, I've just tried to assemble my own infrastructure and my own resources so that I could be my own label. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where I've taken it to now where I hired my radio people. I hired the PR agency. I hired the, you know, everything. So uh, now I'm just like a well-oiled machine, I feel like, on the business end where, you know, I don't have... I don't have any limitations on what I can do, mm -hmm. you know? And I, I think that's why now we're starting the label because it's like, we are the label. Like, we have all the resources and connections, so yeah. might as well. What, what do you want this to lead you to? What is your alternative goal in life? Well, my ultimate goal in life, to be honest, at this point is uh, to But do you inspire. know it? Some people already don't know. Do you know your ultimate I think my ultimate goal is... I'd probably just say happiness at the end of the day. What's that look like? I think it looks like peace. And I don't, you know, and it's it's funny because sometimes I get really fucked up about um, will I ever even achieve that mm -hmm. because my soul feels uh, so restless sometimes. Like I still want to do so much mm -hmm. and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And Something is happy that your soul is restless. Yeah. Something like, I. Yeah. there's a part of me that loves that I'm restless. Because progress, I, I'm so obsessed with progress. Mm -hmm. You have to be. Like, I'm not even perfection. I'm obsessed with progress. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes peace to me looks like you're not progressing anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Can you be at peace and still progressing? I don't know. Absolutely. Maybe you can. Yeah? See? Yeah. Absolutely. I haven't tapped into I haven't gotten to that level yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Listen, you could be at peace and, and prosper, mm -hmm. but is the prospering giving you the peace? Oh. What is giving you the peace yeah. to prosper? That's I know. Listen, I know for a fact. If you think a lot of money is gonna make you happy, no, I you know, never had a lot yeah. of money. That's yeah. That, I debunked that one. Yeah, that's not gonna make you happy. <laughs> that one wasn't it. You know, all this shit I know doesn't even like. It, that's what tripped me out at the top of this year. I realized I was still, I was like, I had this like breakdown and this depression at the top of the year, uh -huh. and I realized it's because I was treating myself poorly. Mm. with the eating and the everything like I wasn't disciplined with myself so it's crazy how you can have all these external things but if internally you're not right none of that shit fucking you know matters. a lot of people from the hood you, you, you know you're from the, from the mud right no I'm not from a well, fucked up background no. but, but a lot of people in general you sometimes can't have like success is um real difficult to have no one teaches you how to have yeah it. that's the thing you there's no rubric mistakes. on it you yeah. have to make the mistakes yeah it's true there's no, yeah, that was the thing. There's no, like, I didn't have a older mentor in mm -hmm. the game who, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. told me, yo, this you is how this is about mistakes. to go. You yeah, I had to, like, mistakes. you know, and when people, you know, that question that people always ask, like, oh, would you do anything differently? And a lot of people love to do the, like, I wouldn't change anything. And I've said yeah. that a lot. Mm -hmm. but at the same time, mm -hmm. I'm like, well, <laughs> if I had mentors and mm -hmm. if, put it like this, if the 29-year-old me was able to talk to the 20-year-old me, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have done certain shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I would change things if I could have. You know, I would do it really, really, really right. But at the same time, I learned what I needed to learn, and I'm here now, so. That's all it counts. You it overcame the adversity. Yeah. You know, you're not, sitting, you're not the best because you're the best rapper. You're the best because you overcame the adversity. Yeah, and it was necessary to go through. Yeah. Because I was. That makes you the best. My confidence hadn't been threatened yeah. yet. You know what I'm saying? When the whole world started hating on me and shit, because mm -hmm. I was always that confident kid, mm -hmm. but it's easy to be confident in an empty gym. Like, mm -hmm. can you be confident when the whole stands are booing you and shit? Yeah. yeah. And when that started happening, I was like, yeah. oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. This is different. You know, yeah. sink the shot while people are booing you. Yeah. You know, so that fucked me up. Um, but I dropped, until now, I dropped my biggest hit in the middle of people booing. Like, yeah. I always say, like, I hit the game-winning shot while y'all were throwing tomatoes at me. Yeah. You feel me? Like yeah. dropping best on earth and it's Rihanna's favorite you know, song. Yeah. That, Rihanna. Was, that shit go hard. Yo, that, was, that shit that, one time, that shit go that's hard. Rihanna's song. That was that shit go hard. Yeah. That was like that was a that was hitting the three pointer while people are booing and throwing shit at you. Yeah. yeah. So talking about mentors, I remember uh reading something along the lines saying you made a contract with your mom? Yeah. Saying yeah, that yeah. if you know the rap and stuff didn't didn't work out, you then you'd go back to school. You want to talk about that? That's pretty cool. I think that's yeah. Good. So I dropped out of college. I only went to college for like a semester and a half, mm -hmm. um, and I dropped out. And my mom was like sick about it. She was like devastated, 
And she was like, well, you got to sign this contract with me. <laughs> it was like on a piece of notebook paper. She was like, you got to sign this contract with me that if you're not sufficient, uh, self-sufficient mm -hmm. by this date mm -hmm. off of music, you got to go back to school. And I was like, absolutely, I'll be self-sufficient before then. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And sure enough, that date came and went. And I still wasn't. Hey, listen, um, our society said, if you don't have this, you nobody. Yeah. You don't have this paper, you ain't nobody. Mm -hmm. And that was tough to deal with, just like, because knowing, that, especially watching like your peers, mm -hmm. all sort of, for a minute, it looks like you're the outcast and you're like, you're fucking up. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Like, we mm -hmm. all are moving forward in our lives and it looks like you're just in the basement getting drunk making songs. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. But ended up working out, man. I just always knew doing it was going to happen. Destiny. Yeah, doing that's it. Destiny. Personal legend, alchemist shit. I knew this was for me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's real. So you talked about your label a little bit. You, you're making it with your really good friend, right? Yeah, yeah. an incredible artist. Boogus, he's here today. Uh, we've been boys since we were hey, in Boogus, grade. where you at, nigga? <laughs> oh, he's in the bathroom? He's in the bathroom? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we've known each other since eighth grade. We played basketball together. Like, okay. we've just been boys forever. And he's an incredible artist. That's how I even started producing was wow. for him. Okay. And so... Yeah, we've we've been had this brand, Diamond, D-I-E-M-O-N, mm -hmm. do it every day, music or nothing. And it's just about being hungry, man, and yeah. really putting in the work. And that's what we've been about. Yeah. Um, and now we're launching it and we're betting on artists who are hungry. We don't really give a fuck about how much talent you have. Obviously, you have to have some talent, mm -hmm. but there's so many, like my biggest pet peeve is watching someone with talent oh. not do anything Bro, with it. I know. It's like you're wasting it. Bro, give that shit away to someone who has the work ethic. Mm -hmm. I know as like just as an athlete, yeah. bro. I'm telling you, I play with dudes like growing up, even like in like the co collegiate level, bro. They so cold. Like this would be like first rounders. Yeah. Oh, they just don't work they hard. Don't work hard. And it's like, bro, how did you not make it? And exactly what you, well, you said. Know what, you know, I have like a theory. I think if you're one of those naturally super skilled people, yeah. you're jaded to your own talent. I don't believe that. You don't believe no? that? What do you think? Fantastic. There's some sparring partners. This regular pro, they got a 12, mm -hmm. four record. Yeah. But in the gym, they could beat anybody. Me, they could beat anybody in the gym. Really? But for some reason, they get in the ring, and if the lights come on, yeah. people mm. start eating popcorn, they freeze. Oh. <laughs> they just freeze. Yeah. So when you were talking about talent, Talent's nothing when you freeze. Mm -hmm. It's all about determination, willpower, hunger. Yeah. The will to win. How much you want to win? You want to be immortal? Mm. Go through this guy. Mm. Yeah. That's real. It's a mentality. Skill is nothing. Yeah, it's a mentality. Some guys have no fighting skill and they just keep fighting, but they have no skill. They get hit all day, their fucking face is swollen, yeah. but they don't stop till yeah. the guy's down. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. That's real. But that's like that level of persistence and perseverance is yeah. what it even. That's what my whole journey was about, was the amount of no's that I got told. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The amount of songs I put out that did nothing, that flopped, that mm -hmm. I put out 11 mixtapes and was sitting in the house with 800 followers still. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I refuse I to lose. Saying. It's yeah. like, I refuse to fucking lose. Like, yeah. I'm the person who, like, you know, Gilly, Gilly and Wallow, yeah. right? Gilly pulled up to the house in Atlanta and we're playing basketball. I played Gilly in like 50 games of one-on-one. -on -one. I kept losing, <laughs> but I was like, I'm not about to fuck it. Play me, run it back, run it back, run it back. That was me I've too. That was me too. I've always Gilly been like Gilly talks so much shit. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like, that's how I am. I'm so yeah. competitive. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Run it back. Yeah, I'm no. not losing. I'm, I'm walking out of here on a win. I know exactly. I don't care if it takes 50 that's games, me. but that's I won last. The spawn partner beat my ass that day. I said, I want him tomorrow. First. I want him first. Yeah. Get his ass back. Yeah. And he keeps kicking my ass, and one day I can boom, he's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> he Dark kicked my ass, but one punch got him. That's hit, all you need. All you need. He hit me him. more than I hit him, but that one <laughs> is all it needed. So there was a lot of sparring partners who you were like, wow, you have the skill to be great. But once they got into a real fight, it was... I'd be so mad. I'd say, why don't you fight them like you fight me? Mm -hmm. Wow. They're free. They're free. It's just a mentality thing. Absolutely. Wow. That's sad. That is sad. I don't even know how you can, like, fix... Do you think you can fix that? Absolutely. How? Absolutely. What you talking about? Your men are facing your, your affirmations, mm -hmm. believing yeah. in yourself, testing yourself yeah. in your belief system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It takes a lot, though, because overcoming your own doubt is, like, the hardest shit yes, to do. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. But then 
It's only one thing. You only lose when you quit. I agree. If you keep, if you keep, um, if you keep fighting, you keep struggling. Because without struggle, there's no progress. In a perfect world, we all die and don't exist. Yeah. But um, it's all about you know how bad do you really want? How it? bad do you really is want? Is it worth it? dying for? Yeah. Is it worth this air breathing? Yeah, that's real. Mostly it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it definitely is. Yeah, it's <laughs> like people that um, human beings are only people that will kill them. Only racist people that will kill themselves for glory. Mm. No one, no yeah. animal, no nobody would kill them so they would run. We were the only race of people that would kill themselves for glory. Yeah, it's a lot of ego involved. Too. Ego, yeah. Oh, the ego takes has a big. Um, the ego has a big purpose in our life, but the ego never in, uh, intertwined with your dark side, your shadow. Yeah, he's scared of your shadow. His shadow yeah. tells him what he, who he really is. Yeah, that's for real. That's for real. You ever, you ever uh, heard or read that book of Ego's the Enemy? Mm. Ego, yes. Ego's not the enemy. Ego's only the enemy when you let him control you. Mm -hmm. When he's out of control, he's the enemy. But mm -hmm. when you have him as a friend, you use him as a friend. Mm -hmm. You know, because the ego also does this. Like, if you're working hard and he'll say, you're tight. He doesn't want to work hard. He doesn't want to. He, he, you're testing him. He wants you to say, hey, man, chill out, man. You did two hours. That's enough. That's your ego, too. Because yeah. mm -hmm. whatever you're going through, he's going through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to fucking work out. He want to control you. Yeah. yeah. Make him your friend because he's not your friend. He'll never be your friend, so you have to use him for whatever he has. Yeah, that's true. But other than that, he's your enemy. Yeah. Jeez, might be driving dimes. Other than that. Because yeah. you can control anything. You can control him. But you don't want to believe it because he lies to you and gives you a lot of um, stimulation. Mm -hmm. He tells you you can do anything, and he's right. He knows your quality. He knows what you can do, and he tells you what you can do. Then you do it. Then you feel you owe him a favor. Yeah. That's how it goes. <laughs> That's crazy. That's how it goes. That's real, though. Jeez. Tell me. That's, That's how it goes. So, he's alive and well. Alive and well. So, Russ, um, can we talk about SoundCloud? Sure. So that was a big thing. Tell me that about was, that. Yeah, that was a big thing that kind of helped you, right? Yeah, so SoundCloud was a really was and is a great platform. I was just able to go direct to the consumer. Like, yeah. you know, with Spotify and Apple now, if you deliver a song, it won't come out for a couple of days, a week or whatever. Mm -hmm. SoundCloud, you know, I would make a song at 3 a.m. Mm -hmm. on a Tuesday mm -hmm. and I would upload it and it was out at 3 a.m. And that's how I was able to move off of enthusiasm. I think mm -hmm. a lot of artists nowadays are stifled because that feeling you have when you make that song and you're that excited about it. Yeah. I believe that when you share that song right then and there, there's an enthusiasm that's attached to that mm -hmm. song that people can feel. Yeah, great and vibes. And when you wait for the enthusiasm to go, mm -hmm. you're not putting it out with as much oomph, you know? So SoundCloud allowed me to just be as uh, uh, active as I really was, you know? Mm -hmm. I was dropping sometimes two songs a week, a song here, a song on Tuesday, a song on Thursday. Like, yeah. it was ill. I was able to move at my own pace, and I did a song a week for two and a half years, and... That shit went crazy. No, that's just hard. You be working, bro. I be seeing for some reason you be coming up on uh like on my explore page and you yeah. always post those videos of like you like uh dropping beats or something yeah, like that I or be, dropping a new song. I love something. it. Like that's yeah. the thing. It's like always I would do this shit for free. You know yeah. what I wanna do? Uh -huh. I wanna get a big <laughs> studio like um big you have and, and have my my um my guests come in, you know, you hey. Have a stage, hey, can you perform for us? Have all that oh, that's hard. Oh, that'd be hard. Yeah. That's dope. This spring, revamp your daily routine with Bespoke Post and their new seasonal lineup of must-have box of awesome collections. Bespoke Post partners with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you the most unique goods every month. No matter what you have going on this season, Box of Awesome has you covered. Mm-hmm. From capping gear essentials to cookout must-haves. It's like hot sauce and barbecue rubs. Box of Awesomes have collections for every part of your life. To get started, take a quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. Each box is valued at around $70, but you only pay a fraction of that price. Plus, with each box of awesome, you're supporting small business. 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month 
or cancel anytime. Get 20% off from the first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code HOTBOXIN at the checkout. Again, that's boxofawesome.com, code HOTBOXIN for 20% off your first box. Boxofawesome.com, code HOTBOXIN, baby. Yes, sir. You know, Napoleon Hill talks about that and outwitting the devil where yeah, it's like... I know. I, yeah. I check him out too. Yeah, where it's like behave like, you know, when he had no money in his pocket, mm -hmm. really, he was like, how am I going to pay for it? He was like, nah, I let my other self actually take over and I booked a nice hotel. I, like, mm -hmm. live as your best version of yourself would. You know, so not, I fucked Not only that, look at yourself greater than you ever could be. Exactly, because then you'll land somewhere pretty insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real shit. That is real shit. So you fuck with um, Mr. Hill. Um, you like Mr. Watts? Who's that? Alan. I don't know. He's an author? <sighs> Put me on. Alan Watts is the king of um, mystic shit. Like, For like, real. Alan Watts. Man. I'm reading Celestine Prophecy right now. That's an old book. I yeah, it's old, but my mom Ben told me to read it. And you know, it's so funny with books, like me and Boogie's always talk about it, like the answers are always all in the books and they're all right there. And it's mm -hmm. just like, it takes you on your own time to like come around to when you're going to read this shit. It's true. You know? This is something someone told me. The biggest influence in your life is going to be the people you meet and the books you read. Mm. Facts. I love Napoleon Hill. I love Deepak Chopra. Those guys were like... Dostoevsky. I don't know that. I don't know. Kudur. No. Crime and Punishment. No, see, I got to read more, man. I, like, that's the other thing I did at the top of this year. Mm -hmm. I, you know, when I was 17 or 18, I read like these four books mm -hmm. that shaped my whole mindset that a lot... Uh, Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra, mm -hmm. Magic Ladder to Success by Napoleon Hill, mm -hmm. The Alchemist, Paolo Coelho. Um, I feel like maybe that there was one more, but um, they were so impactful. Yeah. And then I didn't read again. Yeah. I wrote a whole self-help book and I hadn't read in, in <laughs> years. But at the top of this year, I was like, let me get back on my reading shit. Yeah. So I went and read Outwitting the Devil. I read The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I'm yeah. reading The Celestine Prophecy. I read The Mountain Is You. Yeah. I read Four Agreements. Oh, that was the other one. I had read Four Agreements, but I read that one again. And it's like, just, it's insane. Like I said, how the answers are in the books. The codes are in the books. Yeah. A book is a puzzle. Them. Yeah. It's very cryptic. Yeah. So it's really, it's not the truth and it's not a lie until mm. you investigate. Yeah, it's real. No, I love yeah. it, man. Speaking of those books, you think you think those books helped you during the time where you were being, you know, during that polarizing time? No, see, that's the thing that pisses me off is that had I read Outwitting the Devil uh -huh. during, the during that time or had I just read any of these books during that time, I would have been fine. First yeah. of all, I wouldn't have even gotten myself into some of this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. I would have like read certain books, that's where I'm like, if I could do anything See, differently, yeah, I would have read those books. Kind of, earlier. That's the kind of shit you told me. Then you should have read The Prince. The Prince? By Nicola Machiavelli. Oh, it's how, it's, it's every politician that ever become a politician has to read that book. Really? Unscrupulous. You have to, you have to be really unscrupulous. Yeah. You have to just fuck everybody and it's all about me. Wow. Yeah. But have everybody else think I'm thinking all about them. That sounds like 48 Laws of Power type. It is. They use yeah. some of his quotes and some of his... Um, but you always have to be, it's a word called self-preservation. Yep. Yep. It, it's an evil word, but... Um, Makes sense, some, though. Some of it has to be used. Some yeah. of it has to be used. Yeah. Because we don't want other people to die. Be so, fuck you, die, and I'm me. I want to live. But um, I just need more love. Yeah. You know, not enough love. Well, it's there, it's just not activated. I agree. That's real. It's there. So, your parents, mm -hmm. how, how much of they influenced your career? Uh, musically, I think a lot, to be honest. My my house was always like a very music-friendly house. My dad would walk around singing, and yeah. uh, his dad taught me guitar, played guitar for like 80 years type mm -hmm. of shit. Wow. Got me my first guitar and passed away. Um, but yeah, he taught me. He taught me guitar. My dad always like would turn the steering wheel into a drum set type yeah. of type of guy. So, um, you know, it wasn't one of those like don't do music in this house. Okay, like, it was we love music. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> that's hard then. Yeah yeah, 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 it was dope. 
It was dope. My dad put me on the Eminem. You skateboarded? I skateboarded for like two years. You look like a fucking skateboarder. Yeah. No, I tried to skate for like two years. You know, but I liked the recklessness mm -hmm. of the whole shit. Not giving a fuck the whole. Yeah, the whole like I. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. And yeah, that recklessness it gets a lot of pain. Yeah, that's when I was like, mm, I'm okay. Let me just yeah, deal man. with the mental and emotional yeah. struggle. I don't need to break my fucking collarbone. Yeah, I'm okay. Real. That's right. Yeah. God gave you one body that takes as much care of it as possible. Yeah. You ain't lying, man. I mean, y'all were y'all were both in physical sports. How much wear and tear does that shit really How old are you? Twenty seven. Just turned twenty seven. See, you're a football, so you might you can feel it early. Mm -hmm. But like um Boxing um, does not necessarily as much contact as football. Wow. You got one guy, you're fighting him, mm -hmm. and he might beat the shit out of you for a while, but then that's different. You one guy, and you got a guy in front of you, then you have another guy in there squashing, breaking yeah. in half, that you right in fucking half. Then, then your spine is broken. Then you, you, can't, <laughs> then you can't talk to your kids no more. Yeah. You can't fuck your wife no more. So fuck football. And some fights, you might know. knock him out early. Yeah, he didn't even talk to you. Stop the bus. Stop the bus. You knock him out in 10 seconds. seconds. But it's okay. He gets up and yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just think about getting a nigga to stretch out. Stop the bus. They ain't going to be the stretch out. You know it. No, I mean... Honestly, is it a crazy wear and tear? Oh, it, it is crazy shit. wear and tear, but also you got to be smart, bro. You know, the, all the money you make, you got to invest, invest it back into your body, body bro. Yeah. But it's not going to mean shit if you're scrambled in brains. Uh, yeah, but it's also it's also how you play, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, So I play defensive line. Yeah. So like how it works is like, you know, we're like in the front. We're yeah. in the front. We go head to head, but like, not everything you do is you always leave with your head. You're not trying to leave with your head. Yeah. You know, you play with your hands, and then obviously there'll yeah, be some head contact. I can only see so many of those cases of guys, what would they call that? Brain CTE? CTE. No, yeah, and there were some guys, but back in, you got to think about it like this, Mike. Back in the day, they weren't as rules like they are now, right? Helmets weren't as advanced as they were now, and dudes were just like, Techniques were whole were different. You could do up, anything. They were coming you could jump up in the one and do a double kick. <laughs> yeah. So that no, the, the, the Bruce Lee, he was like Bruce Lee this guy to fifty. <laughs> boom, boom. No, it's crazy for sure. So like the games changed, and you know at least when I play, I make sure I I not keep my head out of it. Yeah, got to bro, because yeah, you know yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, man. Ain't worth losing yeah, if you don't have your worth brain, what the fuck? It's over with. Bro, yeah, nah, but. Like funny as hell. I'm serious. I just stopped the bus man. on that one comment though. <laughs> What's his name? Um, Dick Durgan. What's his name? You ever heard of him? Uh uh. Durgan. Some guy named Durgan, man. Oh, he was just a monk. Old football player from the 50 to Colts. Yeah. Um, that's when they had the leather shits though. That's what I'm trying to tell you. They yeah, had the leather. That's, that's all I'm crazy. saying. And they coming off the ball like this, bro. Like <laughs> I don't come up, like we don't come with our head off, head down. We come like, like no pads. Just no like, pads, bro. Like nah, crazy. we don't do that. We don't do that over here. Nah, it's a no no. That's crazy. Fuck. So, I really enjoyed your album Zoo. Appreciate that. Can you talk about what you were going through making that album? So that was around that time where like all this hate was coming in and the mm -hmm. booze were coming in. Yeah. And I didn't. I, it was a zoo, and at the same time, it was a you know, it was a lot of highs in my life too. Mm -hmm. So all these lows and all these highs, mm -hmm. it just had my head. Video. Me. I didn't mm -hmm. know what was going. What was that song again? Zoo. The album, it was the album Zoo. Zoo. Oh. Yeah, you could play. Yeah, like, song Zoo. What's your, what's your? You could play Kill Them All. Yeah, come on. Or you, or you could play play Fuck That. <laughs> yeah. Play Fuck That. I also oh, like your new album too. I really fuck with Faith. Oh, appreciate that. The one with Jada Kiss. With Jada Kiss. Oh, that shit's yeah. hard. That shit. Jada was blazing. <laughs> blazing. Yeah. That shit was hard. That Not on this one. On some other shit. Yeah. But is... Yeah, I mean, so I'm sure both y'all can relate to just like experiencing the highest of the highs in your life while also the lowest of the lows. Mm -hmm. So it has you just super fucked up mentally. Facts. How old are you again? 29. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you meant the highest of the highs at this point in your life. Exactly. Perspective. You meant the lowest of the low at, at this that, point in yeah, your life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got a long way to go, buddy. I know. Gets, Which freaks me out because I'm like, I know there's going to be higher highs, but I'm like, I hope there's not lower lows. No, facts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Not, can, can that be done? No, nah, then it's going to make you stronger. Yeah. Yeah. And all you got right now is nothing to what you're gonna get when you get humbled like that. Yeah, yeah. That shit fucked me up because I was, you know, selling mm -hmm. out Staples Center and I made the Forbes as things that I dreamed about and mm -hmm. manifested. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, getting in all these fights and shit with rappers and like 
media's shitting on me, everyone and their mom is shitting on me. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn, what the fuck is going on? Like, this yeah. is chaos, and I'm on you know, the road and moving around so much. That happens like, sometimes, even with myself. Sometimes I feel I don't deserve this shit. Mm. I got too much of it. And even working out real hard wasn't really that hard a workout to get all this shit. Yeah. So you feel a little guilty. You start fighting with motherfuckers, getting lawsuits. These lawsuits start ripping your asshole off, and then you get a little sense after that. You know what I mean? You no, know, it's just I've been through all that shit. Yeah, it's crazy. It all has to do with self love. You have to once you um, receive self love from yourself, mm-hmm. it's easy sailing. And I'm just a fucking confrontational person. Like I don't. I was never like the kid in school. If you made fun of him, I would run off. Yeah. I've made fun of you right back to it. So when the whole world was coming at me and like rappers were saying shit, I was like, okay, like fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Like, I'm supposed to run away and cry about it like nah like so but maybe that wasn't the best angle to take but at the end of the day it's unfortunate that a lot of people the only language they understand is getting punched in the mouth sometimes and it's like oh now you'll now y'all don't understand that language you know they understand that but you don't have to speak that language you'll always be exactly person exactly but um we all have problems we all can we all can grow you don't have to stay the same way forever yeah and i'm not even trying like that energy is just yeah. It's bullshit energy. So I'm not even trying to be on that anymore. It's like at the end of the day, if you have a problem with me, you can have a problem with me. As long as you don't try to attack me or do anything, mm-hmm. then I don't really give a fuck what you got to say. Yeah. You feel me? Or just talk, you know, come to man to man and. Yeah, it, right? say whatever yeah, you want to yeah. say. Just in yeah. person, though, if you like do anything, I'm going to defend myself. Oh, no, facts. But leave me the fuck alone, man. Yeah, I hear that. Y'all go get your little pennies and crumbs and leave me out of it. <laughs> so let's talk about your new album. Yeah. What inspired that? Uh, how that come about? You have some dope features on that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many people on that shit. Jada Kids, fucking Big Snoop, Sean, Big Sean, Wale, yeah. Big Jay Sean, Electronica. Oh, Wale, Fly, yeah, Jay Electronica. Jay Electronica. We, we interviewed him before. Yeah, that was just. I love, I love that style of rap. Still, like, yeah. just put on a beat and rap and go crazy. So I just wanted to make a project that highlighted. Can that. we hear it? Yeah, hell yeah. Play a uh, play Faith with Jada Kids. That's yeah, his that shit. shit's hard. Yeah. You had that song with uh, The Game. Was it The Game? Yeah, The Game. Bro, Game went crazy. Game went, goes crazy sometimes. Game went, he went, he extended his verse, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like bro, bro, you were stupid. You were stupid, too. I was like, damn, y'all both were stupid. Lil Wayne is off the hook. I tried to get Lil Wayne on this song. We almost got him oh, on this one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look like Prince a little bit. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who does all the art? Uh, th- yo, so I found the artist on Twitter. Like, I just put up like, yo, send me like graphic designer type shit. Uh, I just wanted to find new people to fuck with. Okay. And found this person. And I was like, damn, this is hard as fuck. <laughs> I let that shit ride real quick. Yeah. Okay. It's just hard. East Coast rapping. Right, <laughs> right. He's spinning though. He's spinning that shit. You produce your all your beats? Yeah, I made this beat. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? He's spinning. Bro, this is a whole album, bro. He got some fire features. He got some fire features Appreciate on this shit, Mike. This nigga don't even know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, pause there, like, what's going on? Yeah, they don't understand. They ain't gonna understand. They don't know what happened. Nah, they don't know what happened. But nah, yeah. That's when you know a great rapper. Listen to this and tell me him. Listen to a great rapper and he's just saying this thing. Did that nigga just say that? Yeah. <laughs> and I just, that's what I mean. I said, did he just say that's that That's my shit? favorite style of rap, though. Yeah. It's just like, damn, wait, hold on, what? Yeah. Run on that. Makes, ma- makes you think. The yeah. master of that is Jay-Z. Yeah. Jay-Z. The fuck did he just say? Did right. he think, damn. Yeah. You got to run that back several times. Metaphor yeah. is crazy, all that. Yeah, no. Wayne, Wayne is really good at that. Yeah. Wayne, be, Ooh, Wayne be having those bars where you're like, wait a second, mm-hmm. hold up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spitting some. Crazy. You gotta, you gotta Google it. So last fall you released "Losing Control" Part Two on the six year anniversary. Yeah, it's my R and B shit. Yeah, yeah. That shit hard. Thank you. Yeah, I like to do both, man. Yeah, I like to fuck around with both because uh-huh. for me, 
you can't box me in. I'm just a creative. I just like making what I like making. So you consider yourself an artist, not yeah, just a I rapper. Just, I just go into the studio and make music. And sometimes mm -hmm. I feel like singing, sometimes I feel like rapping. But, you know, that's the beauty of being independent is I mm -hmm. can do whatever the fuck I want. And now my fans have also accepted all sides of me. Mm -hmm. So, cause I showed them early on that I'm red, I'm blue, I'm yellow, I'm orange, I'm green, I'm all these different yeah. colors. So that now I'm just predictably unpredictable. Yeah. Like they're cool with any version of me, you know? This, I can remember the time music has changed so fucking much. Yeah. I can remember the time we said, oh, that's white music. Mm. When the last time you heard somebody say that, they don't say that shit no more. Music, yeah. is, it all sounds the same now. Yeah. Rock, country, it all sounds the same. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is taking elements from yeah. hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's got an 808 in it and mm -hmm. some sort of like bounce to it. We yeah. call the music what it is, that rock, that software, yeah, that was good, that was good. I remember before we was all called white music. I said, mm -hmm. white music, that's that white music. Yeah. People still say that about certain shit. Like pop music, they'll be like, this is yeah. some white people shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Pop is sure. good. I like pop. Pop is great melodies. There's great stuff in, yeah. there's great stuff in all genres for sure. For sure. I mean, I'm stalked. Oh, have I been stalked? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. How how is that? How it's flattering. Is that with, the, with the with the ladies, <laughs> obviously doing that, dealing with all that now, being young. Um, it's something you just have to have discipline with, and you know, be careful with who you're dealing with. You know what I learned is that I was addicted to chaos. All of us are. Yeah. Even the guy that's the um, don't speak much. He's dealing with it in his head. Yeah. But like that's such a fucking uh, like trauma response, being yeah. like addicted to chaos. So that's something that like I have to unlearn, and I've been doing it because mm -hmm. it's like it's not healthy. Yeah, let me help you, please. It's really um, suffering. Suffering is um, suffering. Never, it doesn't exist. Mm. Suffering was made by people, and that's what's called self-suffering. Mm. And that's the purpose that Buddha died. He died for that to stop people doing self-suffering. Wow. Mm. We kill ourselves. Matter of fact, um, all human beings are a process of dying. As soon as you're born, the process begins. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, that's just it's what true. it is. You're getting closer and closer to that. So it's just being at peace yeah. with that, you're saying, Mike? Or is it just being yeah, listen, oh, funny that you say this shit. Wow. It's the book, the first book ever written in life. It's called The Epic of Gilgamesh. And Gilgamesh is half God and half human. Amen. And um, he was a king. And before anybody got married, he had to fuck them. Any woman, before they get married, Gilgamesh had to fuck them. He's not conscious that he's a beast. This happens all. His father was a king. Happened with him. His great father. It's just through the lines. Right. Happened. And so he had a fight with this other guy. Mm -hmm. Kinky Dink. Kinky Do. And they fought. And Kinky Do is just as... Um, Strong and powerful as he is, but he won. Mm. But he respects Kinky Do. He he wanted to be friends with him. Yeah, because he was a gallant fort, and he said, "Come to my kingdom." And when Kinky Do saw how he handled, he raped these girls before they married their husbands. He thought he was a pig. He said, "You're a pig. How dare you do that to human beings?" And so he felt bad that he hurt Kinky Do. Wow. He stopped doing that. Wow. So he said, "Well, then let's go fight the monster Kara." So he went over, it wasn't Kara, but that's the name. Let's go fight Kara. So he went and fight Kara, and Kinky Doo got killed. They killed him, and Kinky Doo died. Mm. And then he said, wow, I can die. All, ever since then, he was afraid of dying. Oh, because he saw that song just as powerful. Some as years, yeah. Wow. And so, um, but he was half God, but he was half human too, but so he could die. Yeah. And he was suffering, scared, just like all of us. And then he just gave into peace and surrendered to dying. There's no way out of it. That's what the book told me. There's no way out of it. We yeah. accept it. Mm. And it's not death. Because when we die, that's when we start living. Mm. Trust me. You think God shit. made us... Because I say to myself, why did God make me if I could suffer about dying? Yeah. Why did he make me if I could be scared about dying? dying makes right. sense. So I think um, death is dying and dying is death. Mm -hmm. Once you die, we begin living again. Yeah. yeah. That's just me taking my psychedelics and my experience in life. Yeah. You know? But it's sort of just letting go of that fear. Just yeah, let go. Got it. And surrendering to that. Let go. That's real. That is real. Stop suffering. That's like one of the biggest fears, though, is fear of death. Mm -hmm. Fear of poverty, fear of criticism. Because, fear you know of why? Death. Because we, got, we became addicted to this. 
Yeah. It became my world. Mm -hmm. And if we don't have, it's an inside job, the coolness, the survival, whatever it is to be who we want, to flourish, it's all an inside job. Mm -hmm. But when we allow the outside to fuck with our inside, and that's gonna turn out disastrous. Mm -hmm. You know, it's out here. There's another world out here. And sometimes there's people we love that's in that world Mm -hmm. and they don't want to come out. Mm -hmm. And it's just our children, our wives, our brothers-in-laws and our fathers, they don't want to come out. Yeah. And that's when self-preservation come in and they have to make their own decision. That's real. Somewhere that's dropping, a fact. Dropping diamonds. No, it's, not, it's just facts. It's facts, yeah. though. It's facts, yeah. Just facts. Yeah. Everybody talks cool, but only thing that gets my dick hard is facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a fact. Though. Hey, yo. <laughs> no, man. A lot of people got big dicks, but they don't have no balls. Oh, that boy dropping bars. I'm serious. <laughs> they got big dicks, but they don't got no balls. No, you ain't lying, though. You ain't lying That's at all. Funny. <laughs> they were some good. Who got big dick, but you can't use them? You got no balls. Russ, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can say that right, man. Really. Yeah, it's your show. Say whatever you want. You can say whatever the hell you want, yeah. So, Russ, what advice would you want to give to, you know, young aspiring artists? We got artists? millions of people out there, Russ. They love yeah. your ass. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so what would you want to give to those young artists? Uh, the up? advice that I have is to fearlessly go after your curiosity and to fearlessly and confidently step into the unknown as mm-hmm. often as possible mm-hmm. uh, in the studio because a lot of times people are scared. They have the fear of criticism. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I try this out, people are going to yeah. say that. Yeah. Listen, when you're up and coming, to everyone watching, when you don't have fans yet, you should be so wildly curious and and free to just try whatever in the studio because that's what's going to get you stumbling onto these pockets and these sounds and your style and your swag is going to come from venturing off into the unknown and reporting back to your center Mm -hmm. like okay i got this now i got this from over here um so it's just to be fearlessly uh confident with the unknown and uh also trust your gut and don't sign away your masters to anyone and understand the powers and the people. So don't sign that as the big thing. I don't think so. The powers and the people. What's the intellectual stuff? Intellectual stuff don't have to give people? Intellectual property. Yeah. 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 No, because it's like at the end of the day with the music now, the powers and the people. Yeah. The people are what make the shit go. You don't need a label anymore to make this shit go. You need a relationship with the people. Period. That's the, that's the, the biggest alliance you need if you're an artist is your alliance with the people. That's it. It's not going to know be... how to manipulate the media. The media. Yeah, yeah. Your way. Two thousand from two thousand eleven to two thousand fourteen, you put out eleven albums. Is that correct? Damn. Yeah. So yeah. what the fuck were you? How the fuck were you grinding that much? Like what you just? You were manic. That yeah. Day. You were manic and doing that shit. No, you know what it was. It was like <laughs> all, That's so much music. It, I was. I didn't have to call anyone to to make it because I was producing it, mixing it, mastering everything. Yeah. And I was obsessed. I yeah. was trying to get the fuck on. I was, I was obsessed. So uh, I was just cranking the shit out. And at the same time, uh, you know, that was when I had read Napoleon Hill and you know the idea of transmuting your sexual energy into sex into something besides sexual action. Yeah. And instead of like, oh, when you get horny, you go fuck something. It's like, nah. You know what? I'm gonna go into the studio. That's so nice, yeah. I was just using all my energy that I possibly had mm-hmm. and could conjure up. I was in the studio with that. I was making so much fucking music. There was nothing else I was doing. I didn't have tours going on or interviews. I was just making music. That's it. That's the only shit I had to do. You feel me? So, yeah. I understand, brother. Yeah. I understand. Do it every day. How bad do you want it? That's what we were talking about How before. How bad do you want yeah. it? Yeah. Is it more important than this air? Exactly. Exactly. Normally it is. Yeah. <laughs> Normally it is. Bigger yeah. than this air. Yeah. So, before, before we uh, end this... Is there any shout outs, any, uh, yeah, any shout outs or any, you know, any advice you would like to give? Or do you want to tell these people who you are? Yeah, tell people who you are. Shout out to the people, man. Shout out to the people. That's the biggest shout out I could give, to be honest. Without, without my fans, I'm not anything. That's why it trips me out when I talk to my fans. They're like, it's just so cool that you talk to us and like engage with us. Other artists don't do, and they're like, why don't you think artists do that? I'm like, I don't know, because music is one of those things where it's like, if you don't have the fans, mm-hmm. it does like you don't have a career like sports, you could hate 
Kevin Durant all you want, yeah. right? As long as he performs on the court, he's getting a contract and he's getting in the game. Mm-hmm. That's why sports to me is like, it's funny to, it's so baseless to even hate on athletes. No, Your no, opinion no, doesn't sports matter. Sports do to you? Huh. Sports make you hate somebody so bad you pay to see him lose. <laughs> That's crazy. That's how the athlete gets on. And it's, hate. Yeah, no, that's no, crazy. That's no. why it's like yeah. I, I have so much respect for athletes because y'all gotta y'all gotta do what y'all do with people booing you. Like that's like, see, when I go do a show mm-hmm. and it's a rush show, there's no one in the crowd booing me. They all bought tickets to come see a show and they're all fans mm-hmm. of mine. It'd be different if it was 20,000 people. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. I bet you're about to fuck this song up right here. It's like the gang. Imagine the power you get from succeeding after they're booing at you. Oh, I saw no better feeling. Yeah, that's crazy. You go on someone's might, like, you might take your clothes out and pull your dick and look at it. I'm that kind of guy. Look at this motherfucker. <laughs> no, but like that's what I'm, that's like I only got a taste of that when in the middle of the hate oh, I like, dropped a hit. You I was love like, it when yo, people sometimes you love when people boo. Yeah. It gets you so old. You Hell boy, yeah. motherfucker. Okay, he's in trouble. No, ain't no better feeling like going to someone's like house and like beating them and you getting booed all. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like, like or getting booed when you first run up on you the field. You're like, yeah, I like that. You shit. You know what's fucked up that happened to me? Which this is probably like I gotta ask a therapist, but. I don't want to put it out too much into the universe, but after the hate died down, mm-hmm. there was a brief moment where I like kind of missed the hate. Yeah. I understand I'm that. To and it. I was like, what the fuck is it? Why do I miss this shit? Dig this, right? But that's the addicted to chaos shit. Addicted to chaos, but you know, and revenge and all that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Revenge makes you very creative, but it keeps you broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trust me, man. You don't have no money. Yeah, I was broken mentally with that shit. Yeah. But revenge is a fucking fun little motivator. <laughs> yeah, but, but you That's, can't win. You don't win in the end. Nah, it's not Never sustainable. Win. It's not sustainable. Because revenge is God. But with God, but with our help, we can make sure we get all the sinners. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Sorry, God. That's a fact. Well, there you have it. This is Hot Boxing. That is Mike Tyson. I'm Sebastian Joseph Day. And our awesome guest, Rusty Russ. I'm Russ. Make appreciate sure. y'all, man. Yeah. I honestly, I really appreciate y'all having me. This is incredible. Having you, nigga. You this is, this hey, is, listen. This is bucket list. No, 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 no. Uh, you brought yourself here because we only have the best here. That's real. So I appreciate you deserve it, to be here. Yeah. Hell you yeah. have to thank us. We thank you. Hell yeah. Thank you, man. All right. Well, there we you have. We out of here.